get on with it. Hi, this is Sam Raimi, and you're listening to the CDH Podcast. Yes, you Good morning. Good morning. It's Monday, September 20th. And uh, I'm coming to you from New York because I can't seem to sit still. Um, yeah, in New York to get some work done between performances in Chicago. Um, got to work on that Giovanni. Got to do it. It's got to get done. Got to be singing it with uh, with all my people. Uh, we opened Macbeth on Friday in Chicago. Um, this was an evening. Uh, I, I wasn't ready for um, how good it felt. Actually, uh, you know, I've had I've had productions. I've been working since January. Uh, I've had an audience um, since. Uh, when did we have an audience in Paris? I guess that was. June, uh, so I guess I've had an audience since June, but this was, this was a big crowd. This was a very big crowd, and from what I heard uh, last night, estimates uh, on the crowd were anywhere between 2,800 and 3,000, um, and we could feel them. We really could. Uh, you know, the, the, the feeling from the house was buzzy, if I could use that word. Um, yeah, buzzy. Um, you know, just uh, it went up to the theater like normal. There's no party, so we're not dressed or anything. It just feels like a normal night uh, until I got there. And then I could just sort of, there was just a lot more people around, a lot more movement, a lot more noise and doors opening and closing. There was, there's, there's definitely a, a feeling uh, of show night. Uh, somebody's put on some coffee. You can just, the, the costumes are pressed. There's a lot of action. Uh, and and this, was, this was the case at Lyric on Friday. And, and um uh, I think everybody, you know, this theater has been dark for 18 months. And, um, uh, you know, the people coming back in, everybody had to show uh, proof of vaccination. Everyone had to wear a mask the whole time. Uh, any, no, no extra people backstage. Unless you work at the Opera House, there's nobody backstage. And so it felt very safe. Um, and 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 we we put up our Macbeth and we and and you could just tell from the get go that the audience was ready for it, boy. Uh, boss went out there first, uh, made a little speech. They played the Star Spangled Banner, and you could just tell uh, that the crowd was ready for it. And and we were too. We were ready to we were ready to to put it in front of people. And it and stepping out, um, all those good nervousness feelings um, were there, which I love. You know that second before you, you you hit the door and you step out. Uh, it, you know, in this case, um, the Macbeth and I, uh, we start way upstage center. We come in through these church doors that we kind of kick open in a way. Well, not kick open, but we we come in in a huff and we charge downstage. And and it's um, it feels like a very heavy, heavy footed and and grand not grand but um, strong. It's a strong entrance. Uh, you know, we both take a knee at the at the footlights like we're going to pray and. And uh, sing our first bit there, and and I could see the crowd. I could see them. I could feel them. You could hear them. And uh, boy, it really felt good. It really felt good. Um, 
I, I, like I said, I had experienced the crowd in, in, in Paris, and, and that was, that was uh, wonderful. Uh, they were a bit distanced, uh, and it's a smaller house. I, I, I think it seats um, eight or 1,200 or something, but this was like 3,000 people, and, and the theater is huge and, and really tall, and, and you could just feel it. And honestly, it just felt like old times, uh, save for the masks, uh, which which you can only, you know you can only see, I can from the stage I can really only see three or four rows into the crowd, otherwise it's too dark. But you could see the masks. I don't know if everyone hated it or what. Uh, you know I'm I'm wearing a mask at work six hours a day. I've been on a nine hour flight where you can't take your mask off. Like I'm I'm sort of used to a long haul mask wearing, and I and I wonder how much of our audience is used to, you know, from the time they walk in to the time they walk out, they basically have to have it on unless they're having a, a sip of a drink or something. Uh, but I don't know. I didn't hear anything about that. And, um, you know, no opening of the season party. But really the party was, uh, you know, in the portico right outside the stage door. And there were a couple hundred people there. And it really, uh, you could just, you know, some, some fans that I've known for a long time and, and um, industry people. And everybody's hugging and kissing outside, uh, you know, after the show. And it, it felt great. It felt like a real family reunion. You couldn't, there was not a, there was not a, uh, sour feeling in the bunch. It was just everybody just like, right, live theater. This is what we do. This feels great. Uh, it was a nice reward. It was a nice reward to be doing this, especially this was the first night that that Lyric had a live show in 18 months. Um, I really don't feel like we're going to close it down again, right? I don't think anybody's going to close anything down again. I feel like we, we, we did that. We're not going to do that anymore. We're, we're going to we're going to go back into society. We're going to take our precautions and take our shots. <laughs> Those of us who want to take our shots. <laughs> uh, if anybody's wondering why this thing just goes on and on and on, it's the, <laughs> it's the people not taking their shots. That's all there is to it. Um, uh, but, you know, last night was, was um, uh, emotional. Not last night, Friday night. It was emotional and it was exciting and it was um, uh, really felt like home in a lot of ways. Really felt like home. That's a good way to put it. And um, uh, you know, looking forward to uh, what do we got? Five more, five more. I think. Yeah. So we're just in our run now. This is what we do. There's a lot of days off, and so I'm going to be doing some traveling because I <laughs> because I just don't know how to sit still. I'm not good at it. I sat still long enough. <laughs> I'm trying to get to platinum status. <laughs> uh, my last two episodes, the Charlie Castronovo episode and the Jamie Barton episode, have been wildly popular. You clearly like that one. Now I have the most beautiful drop in all of um, all of opera podcasting. That's what she said. That's what she said, Jamie. You're right. That's what she said. That is what she said. That's what she said. That's correct. That's what she said. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I'm going to use it constantly. So just get used to That's it. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm not going to touch it again, I promise. Uh, <laughs> you'll just have to listen to that episode to get it. Uh, but <laughs> once Jamie did it, oh man, we, we said that... Um, we must have said it a hundred times. I'm sure it was getting annoying, but we were having a blast. It was definitely uh, two and a half hours of laugh wheezing and and coughing. <laughs> uh, and they had their second performance of Carmen tonight over at the... Uh, I don't think they're at the Harris Theater. I'm actually not sure. Uh, I'm not sure where Chicago Opera Theater works these days. I think they jump around, but... 
uh, Jamie in her second performance as Carmen, and Stephanie Blythe as Don Jose. I mean, this is a this is a wild evening. Um, I was sorry not to get over there, uh, but I I've heard incredible things about Jamie. No surprise there. Uh, and I and I from what I've understood, there was some kind of um, I don't know if it was a movie or a documentary or something, maybe some streaming. I'm not sure. There may be some video that finally exists of that. Uh, I would love to see that actually. But yeah, those episodes are doing great. Have a listen. Uh, Charlie's and, and Jamie's are both um, are both blowing up. And frankly, whenever I have somebody in here, um, the, these episodes do the best. Uh, but, you know, I'm not here to please you. <laughs> uh, but I did, I did manage to get myself uh, uh, at least one message uh, after the, the, the episode with Charlie where somebody was not happy with me interrupting. And now I know, like when I listen to my podcast and I have somebody in the room, I know that I talk... Uh, my, I don't make the my microphone any louder than anyone else's, but I, I do sit close to it and not everyone understands that, uh, you sort of need to. And I, I try to, I try to help everybody. So I, it, it sounds like my voice is louder sometimes and, and I sound, it may sound like I'm, I'm trampling over them and, and probably I am. And really all this is, this is not an interview show. I'm not an interviewer. Um, this is usually just two friends catching up and having some laughs and, um, you know, I record it and, and I share it and that feels generous. That's enough. I don't need the criticism. Fuck off. (laughs) Uh, uh, super late night after opening. I mean, if you're not going to have an opening night party, you just sort of have to make up your own. And, and so, um. I know the chorus all got together, and I didn't make it over there, but I did. I did end up with my agent and some other folks, and we kind of. Uh, I, I don't have a ton of memory of how I got home. I know that I got home. Um, how I left where I was, and then arrived, uh, or and then woke up the next morning. I, it's a. It's a little fuzzy. Uh, I, I think we we were just all ready to to cut loose a little bit and uh, and have one of those nights, and that's kind of what it was. Uh, but you know, if the agent's there, then it's not going to get too out of hand. She'll at least make sure I get home. <laughs> I don't know. She didn't have a lot of memory of it either. <laughs> uh, but it was, um, um, uh, a special night, a special night to be back. And it was Enrique Mazzola's first performance as musical director. And, and, and he was fantastic. He really, he kept that orchestra tight all night. I can't, I actually don't remember the orchestra feeling that crispy, that, that, um, not t- together is the wrong word because they've played together for years and years, but it was tight. We'll just say it was tight. And, and I think that has a lot to do with the, with the new man at the helm and, um, the chorus too. I think everybody was just ready to be great. I think we wanted to to grab the audience by their necks and be like, "Remember, this is what we do. We're great at this. We need people back in here." And uh, you know, it took five seconds for Larry Johnson to write some shit <laughs> shit review. <laughs> not about me. He's always nice to me, but man, he's he's rough. He's. I would not want to be on the. <laughs> On the bad end of those reviews, it's so funny. I don't. I don't know who reads reviews other than the people in the show. I really don't. I suppose it's possible that people do. Um, I would like to think that a really good review does sell tickets, but really, word of mouth sells tickets. I think more than anything. You know, unless you just really trust somebody's tastes, um, uh, the review is a funny thing. 
and I don't think every I, you know honesty is good, but also there's there's a there's like a a mean breaking point. <laughs> Larry generally <laughs> finds the line and jumps right over it, uh, but he's sort of classic. He's known for it, and like I said, he's been real sweet to me. I have I really have nothing. I shouldn't say anything because he's he's always been good to me. Um, but but when he doesn't like it, he does not like it. Reviews are such a funny thing, and singers are so, you know, they're either one way or the other. I, I tend to read my reviews. I, I um, you know, if I get a terrible one, and it's happened, I, I, it makes me laugh more than anything else, and, and I'll keep it. And you remember the, the Andy Staple story about <laughs> his, his awful review. Go back and listen to that episode. I mean, Andy, aside from being one of the most talented tenors I've ever worked with, he is an incredible storyteller. And this time, I mean, his McCartney story, his, um, he's got all these incredible stories and, and the one where he's kind of having it out with this guy who said all sorts of terrible things about him. Like it's personal. We read this shit. We're people. It hurts. (laughs) You know, we put ourselves in the public forum and so, you know, people have the right to say whether they like it or not. That's. That's fine, but you know, you should know as a reviewer that we are probably going to read it. We probably get an alert in our email when it when it happens, and um, uh, you know, you should just be aware that we're probably going to read it, and it's probably <laughs> going to sting a little bit. Tell the truth. I'm all for telling the truth, but when you start getting flowery in in your in your adjectives <laughs> of things you dislike, it really seems like you're. T- <laughs> taking joy and cutting down. I, I don't, um, I, I think, I think the, the reviewers that I respect the most never take an opportunity to question somebody's intelligence. <laughs> oh man. It's a funny part of it. It, it, it really is. And, and, um, you know, there's, uh, I know plenty of music critics and, and some of them are, are very good friends of mine and they still would not, they would still tell the truth on what they thought of my show. They, you know, their integrity is completely intact. Um, and, and, um, and right, honestly, if it's not going well, they're going to say it, you know, of course, but they're not, it's never going to be tinged with the, with the, with the language of hate. <laughs> I um, cracked my knee in the performance the other night. You know, I get I get killed in the show. I get take a bunch of stabs, and then I get dragged down the stage and thrown into a very shallow grave. I, I take about a. I, I'm dragged, so my knees are right above the deck, and then I get I kind of roll into or dropped into a grave, um, and um, it's about a two foot drop to a crash pad, and, and that impact. Is fine. That that um, that goes fine. That goes the way it's supposed to go. But I don't know when or where, but I'm hitting my knee on the way down, and um, you don't feel it when it happens. You have no clue that you've done it. Uh, and then the trap starts to uh, descend downward uh, into the trap room. And about halfway down, I realized, God damn, I cracked my knee, uh, and it's got a huge bruise on it. It's still, you know. Three days later, I got a huge bruise on this stupid thing, but I, I, I took a bad shot and it, it's so funny. You don't, I really think that somebody could break their leg in the middle of a show and just continue on. I think they would just walk perfectly normal on a broken leg. And the second they get off stage, they would collapse in a heap of pain and agony. 
but for some reason, when the adrenaline is pumping, you do not realize you've injured yourself. And it's not the first time I've done it on this fall. I, I don't know exactly where it's happening. It, I mean, it, obviously, it's happening when they when they drop me into the box, but I don't know where it's hitting because it the bruise is so bad. This wasn't from hitting a crash pad. I'm hitting some part of the stage or or the lip of the of the grave or something. Um, yeah, it's really something. They really laid the blood on thick last night too. Opening night, I guess. Uh, that was that's quite a scene. The, the real scene is me getting it off, and. Um, that's what she said. That's saying. what she said. Yeah, and um, uh, uh, the trick, the new, the new makeup trick to getting this off. You know, we used to, if you had really thick, heavy makeup, oil-based makeup, um, uh, or something sticky, you would use cold cream, and I mean, then you just smell like your grandma, and it, <laughs> the grease was just sort of, you just replaced color with grease. Uh, but now we're using shave gel, like cheap. $2 a can Gillette shave gel. Not shaving cream, but shave gel. And you use a lot of it. And you just scrub it right into your face and into my beard and into my hair like it's shampoo. You know, you're like really digging it in. And everything just rinses clean in the shower. It just, uh, it, uh, it rinses clean in, in one shot. It's really something. Uh, because this stuff is sticky. I mean, there's clearly a sugar in there. There's some kind of, uh, you know, caro syrup oozes like blood. And so these things are often uh, sugar-based. It's sticky as hell, and it dries, and it, you think that's never coming off. But uh, you use this; it's it's shave gel. It's brilliant. It's brilliant at taking makeup off. But the scene in my in my bathroom in the dressing room is like it looks like a murder scene. There's <laughs> there's blood on four walls, and the sink looks like you know like I just pulled my own tooth or something. You know. <laughs> I try to do a great cleanup job, but I'm I'm sure whoever's coming in there behind me <laughs> thinks something must be terribly wrong. Uh, but yeah, shave gel is getting the the makeup out. That's the new trick. You just learned something on the CVH podcast. Uh, this is episode ninety eight. We're still going here. I, I'm I'm uh, I, I'm going to continue. I've told you I'm going to continue. I don't think it's my ego. I think it's my my. Um, um, you're my therapist in a lot of ways, and um, uh, just just getting it out twice a week uh, has been really beneficial to me, and and um, and I appreciate it. I love you for listening. You know that I say that every time, and I and I really mean it. I have some very very loyal listeners. Uh, you know, I I I watch the metrics uh, like anybody else who does something like this, and I see where people are coming from, and I see how long they stay, and I see that. Um, you know, I've got a core group of people that listen to every episode and, uh, you know, and I, and I can locate that by city mostly. Um, and, and it's a lot of cities, you know, well over 900 cities now. Uh, but I, I can see the, the core group that come back, uh, episode after episode. And I'm telling you, uh, you, you give me life, you give me breath and, and, um, I appreciate you. Hey everybody have a great week. And we'll see you on Thursday. Okay, thanks. Bye.